Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wellbeing Radio. Conversations for positive change. Welcome to An Abundant Mind with Christine Corcoran. Welcome back to An Abundant Mind. I truly am super grateful for you spending the time with me. Today, I want to talk to you all about self-compassion. Self-compassion is a topic that's been coming up with my clients, my one-on-one clients and conversations that I've been having with other people because it can be so easy to get caught up in our self-judgment that we forget to bring compassion into the story. And so I want to share with you a couple of different ways that we can bring more self-compassion to our experience, because I truly feel that through allowing ourselves to be compassionate for ourselves, we can move through things much quicker. Also, allowing ourselves to just bring a bit of compassion to the fact that we're human beings. We can't be expected to know everything do everything, be on all the time, there are going to be low moments, right? We're not going to be happy all the time. Staying positive and being in a positive mindset 24-7 is impossible. It's irrelevant. It's not the purpose. It's not the goal. And I think what's most important is that we are compassionate with ourselves in those low times because ideally we want to spend less of the time in those low times for sure. And if we're allowing ourselves to be compassionate with ourselves, we can move through that much quicker. So what is compassion? Compassion is really having kindness to yourself. And I think one of the things that we do so well as a species is really berate ourselves and talk negatively to ourselves in our minds. We talk ourselves down, we stop ourselves from doing things, we judge ourselves. And at the end of the day, it's the only thing it's actually doing is causing us more pain. And I think that, you know, there's a misconception that with more pain, we'll feel more motivated. We think if we're harder on ourselves, then we'll actually make a change. Trying to motivate ourselves to do something different. And it's like we think, well, if we hate it enough, then we'll change it. Whereas really that only works for so long, right? We berate ourselves, we judge ourselves, we put extra more pain or expectation on ourselves, which causes us to feel worse, which then causes us to either self-sabotage or stay in a pit of self-pity which really doesn't serve anybody. So ideally what we want to do is bring compassion to our minds and to our bodies and to ourselves on a more regular basis so we can move through challenging times. And I guess the first step in order to do this is to practice the feeling of compassion. It is so easy and it is so accessible for us to feel negative emotion. It's often our go-to. And what I find really interesting is that human beings or the English speaking language has more vocabulary around negative emotion than it does around positive emotion. 
So sometimes when I ask a client to generate a feeling of compassion for themselves, it's really challenging. And so what I normally do is ask them to find a sense of appreciation or compassion for another person in their lives and firstly allow themselves to feel that so they find the connection and then they usually allow themselves to feel it and then I'll ask them to intensify that feeling and then turn it back onto themselves and then generate that feeling of compassion for themselves. And so it's important that we allow ourselves to practice the positive emotion on a more regular basis. And that's as easy as, or as simple as taking a moment to reflect on someone you appreciate or have compassion for, a time where you felt compassionate towards another person, and generate that feeling in your body first and then turn it back onto yourself. So getting into that practice is really important because if it's too difficult to access in just that moment, right, and just asking yourself to do that, then imagine trying to find compassion for yourself in low moments is going to be much harder, right? So the more you can practice compassion on a regular basis in normal everyday activities, it's easier to then find compassion in other areas, but also find compassion for others, right? So sometimes it's easy to find compassion for other people before we show that compassion to ourselves. But often when we practice that compassion for ourselves, it's easier to then turn it to another person as well, because we can recognize that as a human being, we have flaws and all human beings have flaws. And so if we're able to find compassion for our flaws and release the judgment, it's much easier to then do it for others as well. So I guess the first step is really to find the space in order to release judgment as best you can. Judgment is a really low vibration emotion and perspective, yet it is actually a part of our human experience because without it, we cannot, we cannot stay safe. We need it as a part of our negative bias. We need it as part of our fear response system to our brain will scan the environment to judge the environment, to judge the people in our environment to, in order to see if we're safe or in danger. So judgment is normal, but often it's recognizing how harshly are you judging yourself first and getting into a habit of questioning that judgment. So getting into a habit of questioning, you know, is this even true? Because often the judgments we say to ourselves are so harsh and it's not something we would ever say to another person or even say out loud, yet we say it to ourselves. And the most important thing to be aware of there is that you're listening. So your self-worth and your self-awareness and your self-love and self-trust is being berated and being torn down and it's so detrimental to your self-worth the more you judge yourself, right? So it's like if you can even get to a point where you go, no more, I'm no longer going to judge myself for whatever it is, recognize that I'm human, because judgment doesn't motivate. Yet we've told ourselves for so long that it does. It does to a certain extent. And that's where it's like we're using pain to motivate ourselves. Where at some point we need to transfer that and shift our focus to actually utilizing pleasure in order to motivate ourselves, which I'll come back to in just a minute. So the judgment piece, like finding an awareness around like recognizing when you're judging yourselves, what triggers it and allowing yourself to come to a place of compassion in those moments is a bit of a practice. It's not like you go, oh, I'm judging myself and then straight to compassion. Not that at all. Firstly, we want to get to a point where you can stop yourself judging yourself or recognize it and question it. So we want to question it and go, is that even true? If I was speaking to someone I loved and cherished, what would I say to them in this moment? Right? So sometimes you would, you know, if a friend's going through a challenging time or is already feeling really low or has made a mistake or isn't getting things done the way they wanted to get them done, we wouldn't turn around and judge them so harshly, would we? 
we would stop and we'd go, it's okay, just keep trying. Or you're doing the best you can with everything else that's going on in your life right now. I get it with some things are going to fall by the wayside and that's okay as long as you get back up, right? Like finding that compassion for another person as if you were talking to that other person and turn that back on yourself and allowing yourself to stop that judgment. That self-talk can be so detrimental. So where has your self-talk stayed judgmental and where can you shift it to become your supporter or your cheerleader and for me in the past it's literally getting to the point where it's going nope i'm not going to listen to that i'm not saying that and stopping it in its tracks and having a like you know sometimes even having an argument with myself in my own head about it it's like no that's not true that's not true i'm not going to choose to believe that and i would say something else instead and really allowing yourself to go okay it's not serving me if i keep saying that to myself how does it make me feel? And then when I feel like that, how do I behave? Right? And that's what it came down to is like, I recognized that it was impacting so many different areas of my life. It was impacting the way that I interacted with other people because I would judge myself in their presence or whatever the situation is. If I judged myself and I would feel terrible, I'd stop myself from speaking up. I would stop myself from saying what was really true for myself. I wouldn't add, contribute to the conversation or I would find that it was causing me to procrastinate or causing me to play small. And that wasn't serving anybody, right? I couldn't serve more clients. I couldn't help other people, which is really important to me. I couldn't do that if I was constantly judging myself. So I was like, something's got to change. And so taking that time to recognize and bring awareness to when are those times that you judge yourself? What are some of the things that your inner critic says to you? What's the arsenal it uses? Like that's the way I look at it. It's like often we will have an arsenal of things that we say to ourselves that is the most harshest things that we would never say to another human being, but yet we say it to ourselves. And so I would stop and I'd take a moment and I would go, would I say that to this person? Well, no. Okay, what would I say instead? And it's reframing that judgment every single time and coming to a place of compassion. And honestly, it's literally like, how can I find kindness in these moments? Because as a human being, we're going to make mistakes. We're going to not get things done. We're going to procrastinate. We're going to get caught up in low moments, right? There are those times, it's like, you can't eradicate them. They're not gonna go away. But how can you be with yourself and be kind to yourself in those moments? Because it's in those moments that impact how long you stay down there, right? The more you judge yourself, you're more likely to stay in that pity or you're more likely to stay in that low moment for much longer than it needs to be. And that's all comes back to how you talk to yourself. So finding self-compassion in those moments is honestly vital in order for us to continue to live a life that we feel fulfilled and we love and that brings us joy. All right. Okay. So why don't I leave it there just for a moment? We're going to go to a song. I'm going to find a beautiful song that's going to really speak to this experience and then we'll come back and I'll talk you all through the pain and pleasure model.
Okay, welcome back. So as we're talking about self-compassion and finding kindness for ourselves, I want to talk about utilizing motivation from a different place. So often we will hold on to the self-berating techniques or the judgment because we think that it's going to give us a certain result. We think it's going to give us an outcome that's better than where we are right now. And so that's when I always talk to my clients about finding acceptance for where we are and finding compassion for where we are, because that's actually going to support us to move forward and start to actually change what we're focusing on. Because when we're focused on judging ourselves or berating ourselves in that moment and not finding compassion, we're actually keeping ourselves stuck there and we're causing more pain than good. So what I mean by that is that human beings are either motivated by pain or by pleasure. And when we're judging ourselves or we're saying, well, I'm unhappy with this situation or I'm unhappy where I am right now. And this is, these are all the reasons why, and these are all the reasons why I can't change it. Or these are all the reasons why this, I've gotten myself into this situation is that we cause ourselves to stay there because as we're focused on the pain of it, we're focused on the problem and that does not help you find solutions. When you're in that energy, you're in that mindset, you are all only you've got thing you're going to find is more problems right? As you're judging, your brain will continue to judge and find other things to judge you on. So we will stay in that pit of misery. We will stay in that energy, that low vibration, and you're not going to be able to find the answers that you need or the solution that you need in order to move forward from that place. So firstly, that's and you know really why compassion is so important is because if you don't want to feel like that anymore, then you've got to get to that place of acceptance and compassion. If you want to move forward and you want to spend less time in that pity or less time in that low moment, then we've got to come to that place of compassion and acceptance and then turn to the solution. 
and get into a better vibration, a better energy, better mindset in order to find the solutions, right? We want to stop focusing on the problem, refocus our attention and start looking for the solution. And the only way we can get to there is through that acceptance and compassion for ourselves. Okay. And then, so I want to talk you through the pain and pleasure model. So as I said, Human beings are either motivated by pain or by pleasure. So we sometimes that's why we talk a lot about hitting rock bottom, right? It has to get to a certain painful point where we go, okay, I need to make a change. And so you can either live your life like that by continuously getting to the rock bottom until it gets so bad that you need to make a change. You can get to that point where it's like, it's so painful, I have to change this. Or you can utilize pleasure to motivate you. And this is the thing because pain only works for so long. And like I said, if that pain is then impacted by the judgment and by the self berating, then you will often end up spending more time in the low energy, low vibration, negative emotion state than you will in the positive vibration of pleasure. And pleasure is much more motivating. And so I'm sure that there's been a time in your life where you've been really motivated by pain. And I'm sure there's also been a moment in your life where you've been motivated by pleasure. And what I mean by that is that you get excited or motivated towards creating an outcome because you know how good it's going to feel once you get there, right? So you're focused on the outcome. You're focused on that achievement or, you know, getting to that next level or, you know, saving all that money to get to that holiday. Like there's this future focus of what it's going to give you and how you're going to feel once you've received it. And so that's pleasure, right? You're motivating yourself. You're pulling yourself towards the pleasure feeling once you've achieved that or once you've created that in your life, right? That's much more motivating than sitting and focusing on the pain of it, right? If it feels better for one and two, the pain kind of model only works for so long. And so often we'll have clients come to me and say, oh, I know what's not working. Like I used to be able to just set a deadline and then like force myself to do it. And I would just work really, really hard and then get it done. Or I would wait till the last minute and then get it done by the deadline because that was that consequence if I didn't get it done. So I'm like, I have to do it like that. And I'm like, cool, well that's worked for you in the past, but what else has worked for you in the past? And often we kind of discount the pleasure state motivators and we ignore those for some reason. I don't know what it is, whether we're so we have that negative bias and then it just reminds us of that. But we, whereas the pleasure model, you know, sometimes isn't as exciting. And so you want to either incentivize yourself or reward yourself or find a way to motivate yourself to work with pleasure rather than pain, because not only will that actually help you stay in an abundant mindset, it will attract more abundance to you because abundance is attracted to joy right? Abundance is attracted to happiness and positive emotions. And when you're focused on the pleasure, you're much more motivated towards hitting it with the pleasure because you're in that positive state of mind and positive emotional state, right? That's why I feel like being motivated by pleasure is so much more important. But yet in our school years, often we're often motivated by the pain of it. Like that's how discipline worked. And that's what the old model was, was. And I guess like we adopt that and we take that into our work life then. Whereas there is another way. So I want you to start to consider utilizing self-compassion to support you in getting to that place of focusing on the pleasure rather than staying stuck in the pain of it. Does that make sense? So when you're experiencing those low moments, you're recognizing you're making some mistakes, you're getting caught up in all the things that you should be doing instead of the things that have been done. I want you to bring yourself back to a place of acceptance and self-compassion and really allow yourself to feel kind to yourself, like show that self-kindness and choose love, choose love over it all, because 
that's actually going to be much more motivating, but it's also going to support you to get into that abundant state much quicker. So I hope this episode has served you. I would love to hear from you. Feel free to reach out to me on social media. You can come find me on Instagram at Christine Corcoran underscore coach or Facebook on Christine Corcoran coach. I hope you have an incredible week and I'll speak to you all really soon. Wellbeing Radio, conversations for positive change. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.